Hello and welcome to the Clutch Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the NFL predictions of the AFC divisions. Now, to start it, we're going to start with the AFC East. My predictions last year, well, last year the standings were Patriots 1, Dolphins 2, Bills 3, Jets 4. My predictions for this year are going to be the Patriots again, the first seed. Second seed, I'm going to go with the Jets. Bit of a shocker here, but with Le'Veon Bell, Sam Darnold, young core, solid team. But I don't see them passing the Patriots. The third seed, I'm going to go with the Bills. And the fourth seed, the Dolphins. Ryan? For me, I'm going to go Patriots first. I think they'll stay the way they are for a little bit. Until Brady is gone, I think they'll be the dominant team of this division. And then I think the Bills will be second, closely followed by the Jets, and then Dolphins down there at the bottom. Now, I think last year the Patriots went 11 and 5. This year I'm going to say they're going to get one game better, go 12 and 4. I know losing Gronk is going to be tough, but I feel like they can just squeeze it out, just get one more better win, get one more win hopefully. Second seed, I'm going to go Jets, which I said last year they went 4 and 11. This year I'm going to say 9 and 7. I don't think they're going to be that good, but I think with Le'Veon Bell, and if he lives up to his hype that a lot of people are giving him, I think they can be pretty well, space the field, give him a lot of running time. Sam Darnold, he's not a bad quarterback, very young. I think he'll be pretty good. Uh, third seed, I'm going to go with the Bills. I think they're going to be 8-8. Eight and eight. I feel like they'll have another decent year. I think they'll be better than last year with Josh Allen. And then fourth seed, the Dolphins. I just don't see them being very good. I'm going to put them, let's say, 5-9. and nine. For me, I'm going to say Patriots are going to go 10-6. and six. I'm saying this because they're losing their biggest weapon in Rob Gronkowski. Brady, I'm going to, even though you may disagree with me, I'm saying he's starting to regress. No, he's not. Yes, he is. That's my opinion. And I'm sure many others. Maybe okay. not yours. But, so, and then I think they're losing Chris Hogan, and I think they're going 10-6. and six. Behind them will be the Bills and 9-7. and seven. Okay, but when I said the Patriots get better by a game, I know they're losing Gronk, but with they get that young draft pick, Nikhil Harry, I think he could be solid. And if Julian Edelman plays like he was in the Super Bowl, I think they keep playing well, I think they'll be solid. Ryan says the Bills will be the second seed. At 9-7, and seven. I think Allen has got weapons this year. And when he was healthy last year, think about it. He went, what, 5-5? Five and five? He had nothing. Absolutely nothing besides Zay Jones. So now that they got Cole Beasley and John Brown, I think they'll get that extra help for him. Behind him, I'm going to go with New York Jets at 8-8. Eight and eight. I think Sam Darnold will definitely improve and Le'Veon Bell will help that. I think they just aren't there yet. I think give them one more year and they'll be a playoff team. Then I'm gonna go with Dolphins at four and twelve. I think Josh Rosen gonna be same as last year. Just not be a not very be good quarterback. Probably yet. most yet. of a bust so far. I think he's only getting better though, so you could still see him getting better in credit, the next couple seasons. Credit he has not had many weapons though. That is true. He had Larry Fitz. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yep. Okay, moving on to the AFC North predictions. That is the Ravens, Steelers, Browns, and Bengals. 
last year that was the order of the finishing standings. Uh, this year I'm gonna say the Browns come in first. Finally, wow, crazy. Baker Mayfield, pretty solid rookie year last year. Now they put him with Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, and Odell Beckham. Especially with their defense too, pretty good. Um, I could see them being maybe let's see them going eleven and five. Now second seed Baltimore Ravens, I think they're not bad. Lamar Jackson, solid young quarterback. Uh, I could see them going nine and seven, coming in second place. Steelers now third place. I'm gonna say now they're losing Le'Veon Bell and they lost Antonio Brown. Not sure how good they're gonna be, but I'm I feel like they're not gonna be as good as the Ravens or the Browns. I'm gonna say they're gonna be seven and eight. Or seven seven, eight and one. I think the Steelers are gonna tie something again. I just feel like last year they tied again. Or they tied last year, I think they're gonna tie again. Now the fourth seed, Cincinnati Bengals. AJ Green's gonna miss a few games. I just don't see them being any better than six and ten, which they were last year. So this year I'm gonna say they're gonna be five and eleven, just because without AJ Green for those couple games, they won't be as good. For me, the leader in this group is obvious. Cleveland Browns with that many offensive weapons. One hundred percent. Kareem Hunt, one probably future superstar if he doesn't get in any more trouble. Odell, already superstar. Landry, already superstar. Baker Mayfield. I wouldn't say he's a super... I wouldn't say Jarvis he, Landry's a superstar. He's up he's, there, though. He's a pretty solid wide receiver. He's easily top 20 wide receiver in the league. Wouldn't you think? Yeah. And then, Baker Mayfield, only improving. Future MVP for me. Really? Really. Future. Okay, future. future. Not future. right now. Yeah. Future. In okay. a couple of years. I'm going to say they're going 11-5. and five. After them, I'm going to say Baltimore. I'm going to say Lamar Jackson has gotten way too much credit. He, For me, he only has legs. I and think he's not, a little underrated. That's not... I think he's overrated. He's not... He doesn't fit the NFL today. Like, he only has legs and no arm. He's got a pretty good arm, I feel like. I would disagree. I think underrated. I think he'll be pretty good... Uh, quarterback, but I just don't see the Ravens going very like, far. This, in my opinion, a bunch of people are putting him over Sam Darnold. Uh, yeah, I would put him over Sam Darnold. I would not. I, I would put think... him fourth in the bottom of last year's wow. QB class. I okay. would say Baker, Darnold, Allen, Lamar Jackson. Okay. Then Josh Rosen, obviously. I would say... And then... I think Lamar Jackson is just a little bit better than Sam Darnold. Just because of all his factors, speed. He still has a pretty decent arm. Sam Darnold's not a bad quarterback. I just think Lamar Jackson's a little bit better. He's got a lot, a little bit more potential, too. Moving on for me, after the Ravens, I'm going to go with the Steelers at 9-7. I'm going to say they're losing A.B. and Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. I think they're losing all their weapons. If Juju Smith-Schuster... Pulls out a career year with Ben Roethlisberger. Sure. Surely maybe it'll squeak a playoff spot. Ten and six. Maybe squeak in there in the wild card, but I just don't see I them. I don't see them having a playoff season this year. And then Cincinnati, I'm going to go with the straight seven and nine, eight and eight. Kind of depends on how A.J. Green does, Andy Dalton does. 
again, if they both go superstar years, best career of their best Year. season of their career, yeah, maybe we'll just squeak a playoff spot. Those the, are the the Bengals. The Bengals. I'm I, I I'm bolding that. I'm saying but, I'm seeing them go five and eleven to six and ten. Last year they went six and ten. This year they're gonna be starting four to six games without AJ Green because of his injury. I don't see them going very far. I would agree. Moving on, AFC South. That is the Texans, Colts, Titans, and Jaguars. Now I see the Texans being the number one seed again. This year last year they went eleven and five. I see them being the same record. Maybe a win higher, maybe yeah, I'll say twelve and four is if Deshaun Watson stays healthy and they still have DeAndre Hopkins, in my opinion, is the best wide receiver in the league. Um, they also have JJ Watt on mm-hmm. the defensive end. It's just a matter of their team stays healthy, they can be a solid team, twelve and four. For my top team in this league, I'm gonna go with the Colts. In the division of the AFC South. The Colts are going twelve and four. I'm gonna say Andrew Luck have the season of his year, career by far. T. Y. Hilton has to support that to happen, but I think he is a possible MVP candidate. T. Y. Hilton? No. Oh, Andrew, Andrew Luck. Luck. All right, that could happen. That could happen. Very unlikely, but I say if they make the playoffs, if they go a fair amount of distance, I would say it has a possibility. It could. He's then, just got to play well. Does he? Again, that team has to stay healthy. Yeah, that team has to stay healthy for them to be able to succeed. Because they have a history of injuries. Yeah. For my number two here, it's Houston. Um, I don't see how you can put any of those other two teams ahead of them. I'm going to say 11-5, and five, staying the same as last year. Deshaun okay. Watson, just going to keep improving. I think he's a very young quarterback. A lot of great potential in the Texans to be solid. But I see them... Being a 12 and 4, 11 and 5 team at the number one seed, I say the Colts being the second seed. Andrew Luck, a solid young quarterback. Um, he has a history of injuries, but if he stays healthy, the Colts could be a solid team, probably going 10 and 6 again. Now, the three seed, I'm going to say going to be the Titans or the. I, I'm going to go with the Jaguars, actually. Now, last year they came in fourth, 5 and 11, and last year the Titans came 9 and 7 in the third spot. But I feel like the Jaguars, their defense is outstanding. It's a top top five defense in the league. Nick Foles, not the best quarterback, but I just feel like their defense can get them there. But I feel I and I think Nick Foles could be a better quarterback than Blake Bortles was. I would agree with that. For my number three, I'm gonna have Jacksonville. I'm gonna have them eight and eight. I think Nick Foles will lead them to a better record than last year, but not lead them to a playoff. I agree with that. I think they're their offense be eight just eight. their offense just isn't good enough. Their defense, sure, it's fine, one of the top in the league, you could say, but their offense sucks. It doesn't. It's not terrible, but it's just not good enough to withstand a playoff spot exactly. and get in there. Leonard Fournette, solid running back, just they don't have a lot of other pieces, and then that means we're both gonna agree on the Titans being the fourth seed in the AFC South division. Marcus Mariota. Not really proving himself that much. I mean, they went 9-7 and seven last year, but you could see him, again, not being healthy. It's just a matter of whether these teams stay healthy or not. He could he could stay healthy. They could go 9-7 and seven again. You never know, but I feel like 
I just don't think the Titans have enough to get past the Jaguars to be the third seed. Going back to the Jaguars, I compare them to the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Great defense. Not very good offense. Being a Buffalo Bills fan, I will admit we suck on offense. Not as bad as last year. It got better. But they're still not there yet. In my opinion. We'll see. We'll see. But I don't think they're going to be there. And for my number four, Tennessee, I'm going to say Marcus Mariota is not. I think he's just, so far for me, he's been a bust. He's not. He's not a bad player, but I just feel like. He has not lived up to the hype when he got drafted. Yeah. In my opinion. A lot of people were giving him a bunch of hype when he got drafted, but he's not a bad player. Him and Jameis Winston both are both busts. I think Marcus Mariota is not a bust, but I just don't think he can bring that Titans team to a third to second seed spot in their division or getting into the playoffs. Okay, now moving on to the AFC West. My number one, Kansas City. I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes, MVP candidate, along with Andrew Luck, in my opinion. Having Tyreek Hill back should help. Um, that defense, I, th- it, sh- I think it it has improved since last year because they signed what a few new defensive tackles and I think I think they'll go thirteen and three. Wow, bold prediction. But if okay. if Patrick Mahomes plays like he did last year, he will go. They will go thirteen and three. Alright, well, the teams in this division are Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, and Raiders. I'm going to agree with Ryan. I think the Chiefs are a solid team. I could see them being the number one seed again, but I don't see them being 13-3. and three. I think they're going to be the same record as they were last year, 12-4. and four. They're losing Kareem Hunt, great running back. Not the best off the field, though. Good to, good to have Tyreek Hill back. They almost lost him, but... It's good to have him back and for the Chiefs. And I think Patrick Mahomes, solid young quarterback, only getting better, got great potential. Their defense is pretty solid. So, yeah, we're going with the Kansas City Chiefs at the number one seed of the AFC West. For me in the West division, I'm going to go those two top teams. That, that second place team, in my opinion, will be the Chargers, is going to be an overpowered wild card. Yeah. They're going to go 12-4, and four, in my opinion. Phillip Rivers had the season of his career last year, you could agree with. He was pretty good last year, yep. Melvin Gordon, back from injury. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's back. Yeah, um, that's another thing. They just have to stay healthy. That, that's another team. team that has to stay healthy. But yeah. they don't have much competition in this division besides... Besides the Chiefs. Chiefs. I mean, now the Raiders getting Antonio Brown. I still, still think not they're not bad. a playoff team, though. I think... Uh, my prediction, Ryan says Chargers going second. I think the Raiders are going to sneak past the Chargers. I go 11 and 5. I think the Raiders are going to go 11 and 5 and I think the Chargers will go 11 and 5, but I think the Raiders will finish higher than the Chargers. Um I just think the Raiders, you know, they got a pretty good defense and I think Antonio Brown will help them a lot on offense, so I could see them just sliding past the Chargers. Maybe being eleven and five, ten and six. I think they're both, both teams will be ten and six, and obviously the Broncos coming last. They don't have much to work with, 
Uh, Greg QB and Joe Flacco. Yep, and they're still rebuilding. So I think the Broncos will go come in last, maybe go 6-10 and 10 again. For me, I completely disagree with you. I think, sure, Antonio Brown's a big help to that team, and Derek Carr, he can't lead a whole team to 10-6 and six and make the playoffs over L.A. I just see Keenan Allen getting hurt again. Just He just keeps getting hurt. But if they stay healthy, I could see the... Chargers being better. I just I, I think know, I think yeah. the Chargers are gonna go ten and six and the Raiders will go eleven and five. My record for the Raiders will be eight and eight. Uh I'm gonna say I'm gonna say actually no, I'm gonna change that. I'm gonna say Raiders and Chargers will both be ten and six. So you said earlier, but okay. Yeah. Um Broncos, six and ten. Same as last year. Not expecting too much thing too much changing, trait. yeah. Too much any yeah. Philip Lindsay, potential superstar for them. What well, he's young, undrafted, proven himself last year. I would say he's top fifteen running backs. He could be top twenty. Yeah. For the Broncos. The running back for the Broncos. Yeah. Alright. So that's the AFC West. Now we're gonna go over the each division's top team so we both said the Patriots in the AFC East in the AFC North we both said the Browns AFC South Ryan said, I the, said Colts. the Colts I said the Texans and then the AFC West we both agreed on the Chiefs and that is our that is our division those are our division predictions for the NFL 2019-20 season for the AFC division AFC divisions now we're going to be moving on to we're shifting over completely to the NBA now we're shifting to the Eastern NBA. Conference predictions. We're gonna do the Eastern Conference predictions. I'm gonna say I start this time. Playoffs. Playoffs. We're Top go eight seed. Eight to one, in least the greatest seed. For my number eight seed, I'm gonna have the Atlanta Hawks. I'm gonna say great young core. Trey Young, John Collins, couple rookies they drafted this year. I think if Trey Young plays as good as he did in the second half last year, I think they will make an eight seed. That could happen. I see them going 39-43 and 43 and just missing the playoffs. I think the Detroit Pistons getting Derrick Rose just being a little bit better, being 42-40 and 40 and getting that eighth seed up there again. My number seven, I'm going to have the Miami Heat. I'm going to agree with that just because Jimmy Butler – a uh, pretty good player. We both think Ryan and I think he's a little bit overrated, but he's he's still got some great skills, and we think he can lead the the Heat team to at least a seven seed, getting past the Pistons. First full leadership of the team here. We'll see how he does in that. Um, number six, I had the um. It's hard to pick for me here. There's a lot of these East teams that are very close and compacted, very close together that can play with each I'm gonna other. I'm going to have the Toronto Raptors. I'm going to say Pascal Siakam leads into the playoffs, but I don't think they're getting very far in the playoffs. Yeah, I think these East teams with the Sixers, Celtics, Pacers, Nets, I feel like they can all play with each other. It's very tough decisions here. We both agree on the Toronto Raptors being the sixth seed. 
Um, my number five seed is Brooklyn. Okay. Um, I just think Kyrie isn't there. With this, well, see how he does. Yes, he is a superstar. I'm not saying he is not a superstar yet. He is definitely a superstar. I just think that Nets teams need that Nets team needs Kevin Durant. Okay, number five seed. I'm gonna go with the Indiana Pacers again from last year. I I could see them being a little bit better, but I mean they're a great great team with Victor Oladipo, but they lost Bojan Bogdanovic, a huge part of their team. So I just see them being the number five seed behind the Raptors. My number four or in front of the Raptors. Yeah, my number four seed here is the Indiana Pacers. I'm saying the Pacers, if they stay healthy this year, if Victor Oladipo comes back, stays healthy. Look what they did without him last year. They proved themselves they don't need a superstar. They in went this forty-eight and thirty-four without Victor Oladipo for half the season. Yeah. Now I put them at the five seed. I just think they could get maybe fifty wins, but I think all those East teams are going to be very close. Could have some ties in there. Both some teams both being fifty and fifty, fifty and thirty-two. Never know. One win away. Just I think it's going to be very close. Now at the four seed for me. I had the Celtics again. I think you could see them being maybe 50 and 32 and Pacers being 49 and 33. Celtics just sneaking past. I just don't see Pacers don't have a solid point guard. Darren Collison retired. They just don't have a solid point guard. Celtics got Kemba Walker. I think in the locker room off the court, I think he's a lot better than Kyrie because last year, of what happened with Kyrie and the Celtics. They just weren't getting along very much. Now, if Kemba sticks with Jason Tatum in their young core, I think they could be a solid team at the number three seed. Yeah, my number three seed's the same as yours. Boston, Kemba should help them in that locker room situation. But I still don't see them getting past the Sixers and Bucks. Pretty straight up. Okay. My number two seed is the Philadelphia 76ers. I think getting rid of Jimmy Butler helped probably most of their issues with off-court stuff. Um, getting rid of a cocky personality with two more cocky personalities already in the locker room in Joel Embiid. And so, like... With just Joel Embiid. Yeah, Joel I, Embiid's pretty we're, much too we're cocky. Not, we're not big one. fans of Joel Embiid. He's a little... Overhyped, I think his celebrations and his cocky attitude is not a very good teammate to have on your team. I just, I don't see him. I see the Sixers being a very solid team, and they're only getting better with their young core with Ben Simmons and Embiid. I know they're both young, and they're only getting better. So you could see them being the two seed just passing the Celtics. Uh, I could see them being maybe 53-29, and 29, just maybe two wins out of the Celtics. Another thing for the 76ers is look how big their lineup With is going to be. With Al Horford that they picked up this offseason. Let's see. It's going to be Ben Simmons, then Joel Embiid, Al Horford, okay? Playing the four and the five. With Al Horford, 
knowing last year he played the five for the Celtics, it's going to be very tough to spread the floor with two fives on your offense. Tobias Harris at playing small forward. That's going to be very tough because he's normally at four. He's going to be a huge three for their team. But the thing he is, can he shoot, can shoot. So he can it's still not going to be that much of a problem for him. Yeah. And number two. But also, I mean, Al Horford and Joel Embiid can both shoot, but they don't have a, a lot of speed, and they're both used to being fives. So I feel like it's going to be a That'll little be tougher. To see how that pans it's out, a little yeah. tougher, but I feel like they can work it and work it out. And I just see them finishing two wins above the Celtics. They just have a lot of power there. I mean, it's tough losing a, a three or a two in J.J. Redick and Jimmy Butler, but you could see them just... Sneaking by the Celtics, I just think they have a little better in-depth team than the Celtics. For our number ones, I'm pretty sure we agree in Milwaukee Bucks. I just think Giannis continues to get better. Already insane. I just think they'll go 64-18. and 18. Wow. I think Bledsoe, great defensive player. He yeah. can dish the ball to Giannis. Having Chris Middleton back, great shooter. Very underrated shooter, actually. Yeah, that's true. All-star last year, all-star. They are losing Malcolm Brogdon. But. That is a tough loss for the Bucks. Now, I see them not going 64-18, and 18, but I definitely see them being the number one seed again. I'm going to say they're going to go probably 62-20. and 20, Just because without Malcolm Brogdon, it's going to be a little bit more tough, but their team's only getting better. Middleton, just an all-star last season. I think this year he's going to be better. Everybody on their team is just going to be that much better. Maybe two more wins for them. Giannis, just a great player. It's tough to stop. Bucks team is very hard to stop. I would agree. Okay, now we're going to do the bottom two teams who we think will finish in the East. Now my pick for the bottom seed, like the last team in the East, will be the Charlotte Hornets. I'm going to see them being 15 and 67. I just think they're not a very good team, losing Kemba Walker and Jeremy Lamb. Signing Terry Rozier, but that's not much. Like, I just don't see them getting very high, or much more than 15, 16, or 17 wins. I don't see them very getting much higher in the standings than, like, let's say... They're kind of like the Knicks last year. The Knicks were not a very good team last year. Now, this year, they're not that good, but I feel like they got a little bit better. Charlotte Hornets got way worse. I just don't see them getting high in the standings. I would agree. I'm going to put them in a very low record. I'm going 14-68. and 68. I'm just thinking they don't have – their cap is – not in a good situation. No, with Terry Rozier on that four-year deal, that four. they three- or four-year deal for a lot of money just for him, who was a bench player on Boston last year. Miles Bridges, not a bad young player, but I just don't see them being a good team. I would agree. I think they overpaid Terry Rozier by miles. Yeah. I wouldn't even sign him if I were the Charlotte owner. Maybe. I don't know. Um, it's tough. My second bottom is Cleveland. I just think, for mine, the, I think they'll go same as record as last year, 1963. I think they need to get rid of Kevin Love. 
Yeah, me too. I think he's just holding up so much cap room. He's a pretty decent player, but just don't see them getting higher in the standings than they were last year, being 19-63. and 63. Now Darius Garland, pretty good draft pick. I could see them getting maybe two, two to three, maybe four wins better than last year, but not higher than, not not more in the standings, uh, up more in the standings than anyone else on their team, or anyone else in the East. Uh-huh. I would agree. Okay, that wraps it up for the for this first episode of the Clutch Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you later.